All right, so the U.S. Army Corps of Engineers says instead of their environmental review of the entire pipeline, which runs 645 miles from Wisconsin to Sarnia, instead they'll only focus on about four miles from St. Ignace to Mackinac City. And those who have opposed this pipeline and this construction of this tunnel say that this just isn't enough. Uh, Sean McBrarity is the policy director for Clean Water Action. He joins us this afternoon on JR Afternoon. Sean, good to have you with us. Yeah, thank you for having me, Chris. What did you make of the decision by the U.S. Army Corps of Engineers that says that they're instead of looking at the entire pipeline, they're going to look at this four-mile stretch under the straits? You know what? We thought that that was a very disappointing decision from the Army Corps uh, for a variety of reasons. And, you know, the big picture here, what we're very concerned about is that we have a 70-year-old pipeline that was built to last 50 years running through the most dangerous spot in the Great Lakes for an oil spill, the Straits of Mackinac. Um, and this tunnel replacement project, several uh, you know, several engineers and hydrogeologists have pointed out significant flaws uh, with Enbridge's plan here. And in recent court cases, Enbridge's own experts have pointed to the fact that we don't actually need Line 5, that there are other routes that take oil from uh, Superior, Wisconsin to Sarnia, Ontario, just like Line 5 does, that could eliminate that risk to the Great Lakes. And so for Army Corps uh, to limit their review to you know a four-mile stretch of a 645-mile pipeline and not even consider climate change implications or the implications of an oil spill to the Great Lakes is just unacceptable. I, I, you'll have to excuse me. I'm not sure that I've, I've seen those other alternatives. What what uh, what have they they recommended instead of line five? Um, so the biggest uh, the biggest piece of the alternative. There's you know several studies that get into this. Biggest piece of the alternative is line seventy eight, which is the former line six B, which folks will remember in two thousand ten. Uh, Enbridge Line 6B spilled over a million gallons of oil into the Kalamazoo River, and they rebuilt that pipeline afterwards. When they rebuilt it, they increased the capacity from 400,000 barrels a day to 800,000 barrels a day. And that pipeline is currently still running at about 400,000 barrels a day. So Line 5 runs 540,000 barrels a day. they could easily move a lot of the product currently going through line five through line 78. And a lot of the rest is oil that's already going to Quebec and can be moved through Canada instead of taking a shortcut through Michigan and risking the Great Lakes in the process. There, there is uh, the the idea here is that, that this is also a job builder here in the state of Michigan. There are those that say, well, there are there are thousands of union jobs that are ready to work on this project, and it would be a, an economic boost here in the state of Michigan. Um, do you contest that to, to be a, a a true, or do you think that's something that's overblown? Oh, I think it's way overblown. Uh, in fact, when you go to Enbridge's own analysis of the project, um, a couple things stand out here. First of all, we're talking maybe 200 jobs total in building the pipeline. Uh, and they would be jobs for about four years. Um, whereas if they were to decommission 
Line 5, the entire 645-mile pipeline, that would be over 2,000 jobs. So actually, shutting down the pipeline not only protects the Great Lakes, but it creates more jobs in the process. And Enbridge also pointed out that due to the nature of underwater uh, high-pressure construction using a tunnel boring machine, a lot of the workers would not be Michigan workers, but would be brought in from elsewhere. In fact, back in 2018, when the Michigan legislature passed uh, a law to enable the building of uh, a Line 5 tunnel, several uh, representatives offered amendments that would require Michigan jobs, and those amendments were shot down. Um, so this would not be a big job builder in Michigan. There would be some temporary jobs, and a lot of those would be brought in from out of state and out of country. It, it, it feels like to me that Enbridge realizes that this pipeline is needed. It, it, I have to imagine that if there were other routes that weren't at capacity, that, that they wouldn't need this project. But, but to me, it looks like they acknowledge that they not only need this project, but they, they, they've flushed pretty good money into the security of this uh, project as well. It, it, it just hasn't gotten off the ground yet. Is the contention here that this is just bad environmentally? This is in bad for climate change? Like, wh- why, why is this the project that we need to zero in on and 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 this is the boogeyman of all projects. It, it it feels like to me, just from the outside looking in, and we talked to Enbridge too on this, mm-hmm. it that, that this feels like the most direct way. It feels like it, it makes the most sense. There's the most security and the most money being spent on this project to ensure that security. It it makes the most sense to me, but there are people that that side with you and, and think that this is not the way to go. what is it at its core? Well, you know, at its core, this pipeline is an investment for Enbridge. They want it because it helps their bottom line. And what their talking heads say in the press is quite different from what their experts have said in the courtroom when they're under oath. Um, Those of us who oppose Line 5 understand that, you know, people in this region really value the Great Lakes. And when we're looking at a worst case oil spill scenario from this pipeline, you can say goodbye to a great part of the watersheds of Lake Huron and Lake Michigan. Um, There's over 700 miles of shoreline at risk from a Line 5 spill, and Enbridge is responsible for the two largest inland oil spills in U.S. history. Um, They have a really bad track record when it comes to safety. And so looking at the precautionary principle here, when there are other routes readily available, which Enbridge's experts admit in court, um, you know, what we're talking about here is the future of potentially the future of the Great Lakes with an oil spill here versus the bottom line of a foreign oil company well, that wants and, to continue and, profiting at Michigan's expense. Yeah, Sean, I mean, I, 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 would, I would argue that by putting it underground, we're really eliminating that possibility. And, and again, this is just my prerogative. It makes sense mm-hmm. to me. I understand maybe some of the pushback, but I think for the most part, this makes the most sense. Sean McBurdy, I appreciate the time. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, I, I, uh, th- this is obviously something that has become very contentious. Um, and again, it feels overtly political um, when when you throw things out that uh, that that uh, climate change and those things. This is protection. This is actually an upgrade in protection. And nobody's saying that that uh, Enbridge is thumbing their nose at this. They are throwing big time money 
at making sure that line five doesn't leak, making sure that there isn't a spill in the straights. There is a lot being done here. And I think from an administrative perspective, when when the Whitmer administration came in and put the kibosh on it, these things had already been approved. This was already done. It had already been agreed upon that this was the most environmentally friendly way to continue to transport these natural goods as quick as we needed here in the state of Michigan. And and like I said, when you're spending big time money to make sure it's safely done, it makes the most sense to me. All right, got to go. Mitch Album and the crew coming up next. We'll see you tomorrow right here at 2 o'clock. Have a good one.